Oh, <laughs> well, good morning. Uh, let me pray for us real quick and we'll jump in. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for this opportunity and for how you're moving, shaping, guiding, forming um, so many men in this room, but, but also me. Lord, I pray that you speak through uh, what you've put on my heart. Speak through me in a, a powerful way this morning. May it come out clearly. Uh, I give it to you, Lord, in your name. Amen. I usually get to introduce people, give announcements. It's rare that I'm up here to actually share. It's been about four years since the last time I've shared. And it's been, it's been uh, you know, a lot of life has happened. And I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a snapshot on the journey of life, you know, the highs and lows over the, over the last uh, few years. Uh, but I'm going to do it through sharing some photos. And it, it's pretty neat. This um, I'll, I'll tell Matt when uh, the first one should go up. But um, <coughs> these photos are places where the Lord has spoken to me in the quiet stillness of, of being outside. And, you know, it's it's been a, just an awesome, um, peaceful, um, guiding and grounding moment and, and place in my life to commune with the Lord and the, and, and the outdoors and yeah. to find a space and time to do that. So it, it's going to be a little bit of a journey through some photos. Uh, I hope you guys can see. They'll be up on screen here. Uh, I'll, I'll explain them as we go through. But, um, compl- you know, kind of it's a tapestry of time with the Lord. It's a tapestry of men in this room, encouraging, supporting, praying through the ups and downs. Um, and I'm also going to share some helpful practices, you know, that, that I've found just to guide us through, you know, some of these tough times. But uh, I remember it was 2017, Bob Dees spoke, I think it was the regional retreat. That was my first experience of, of uh, retired general major Bob Dees. And he talked about his, his favorite topic of resilience, talked about, you know, you're either before, during, or after a major life event, you know, a, a major body slam, as he would put it. And he always has the analogy of the egg and the tennis ball. And, you know, which one do you want to be in the midst of a, a major event? You know, do you want to be the egg that cracks and splatters or the, the ball that bounces? And at the time, life was smooth. Life was going well. I'm like, this is good. Like, am I before, during, after? I think I'm, I must be before. Well, you know, fast forward a few years, you know, my kids are growing. I have three kids under 12. Um, wife goes back to work. Life just gets that much busier, intense. And uh, boy, I'm just going through a season, a season I feel like the Lord is pruning, refining, and just really moving. And uh, you can pull up that first image. Um, This image of a refinery just keeps coming up, you know, over and over again. Um, This image is a little small. The other ones are bigger, but uh, it's funny. We're at Bible study. This came up, I think, just two weeks ago, the idea of of silver, a silversmith refinery and the process of purifying uh, you know, whenever you're working with with metals, you know, there's always impurities on top and how it's it, it, you have to skim it off. And I feel like that's the season I've been in, in just the, how the Lord is pruning, skimming, you know, taking those impurities out and really just refining uh, for, for the next season of life. Uh, but I thought that was just really timely and just a really good visual of kind of, you know, the process that we're all going through in life and, um, you know, process of being made more holy, more like the, the Lord. So, um so that's been in my mind, and um, it's just kind of a little snap snapshot of of the image of you know of the season I'm in. So next next photo. During the pandemic, I started walking a lot. I went to Gothelbrook Park. You guys have probably driven by. Uh, years ago, it was renovated. The park is awesome. I just fell in love with it. I'd go for walks, you know, prayer walks, go for jogs, 
you know, bring my kids, uh, whatever the case, but I'd get up early and go for a walk. And during um, the some of the paths there actually go along the, the brook, you know, the river there. And there's this one spot where the water gets so still, the reflection's like a mirror. And it's just, it, it just catches you like, whoa, you, know, you have this bubbling brook and some rapids and a waterfall, and then it just stops and it's still. So I noticed that and I saw some guy fishing on the rock and there's an image of that spot there. You know, you, you can see the path on the side, the stream, the, the brook there going smooth and still, very peaceful, very serene. It really struck me as just like a moment of, of silence. So I stood on this rock and I was like, oh, it's kind of cool and kept walking. Next few days go by, I, I, here I am again, walking at the park and I stumble on the spot again and I stand on these rocks here and just spend a few moments praying. You know, the sun's out, the sun's shining down and it's just an awesome, awesome moment of just quietness, uh, peace, you know, and just stillness before the Lord. Um, and it was just a really nice, simple moment. Um, a week goes by, two weeks go by, there I am again. And Psalms, you know, 23 comes into the mind. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of still waters. He makes me, you know, lie down by still waters. He restores my soul. I'm just going to read the whole Psalms 23 real quick. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. So here I am, again, along still waters. Psalms 23 is just kind of, the Lord brought into my mind, and I, I see these still waters. I, I see this need of just finding my soul to be refreshed. Just, you know, the, the busyness of life, you know, the, the stress and strain of, of, you know, parenting or tough moments in, in our marriages or, or strain I've just experienced in my marriage. And you just want this real restorative kind of experience. And the Lord put Psalms 23 on my mind and my heart. And I'm reading it right there, you know, listening to it on my, my phone, reading it. And it was just the still waters. Like, wow, like that was it. That, that's the still waters. You think of David as a shepherd and sheep. And um, I used to work on a farm growing up. There's a local farm in North Halden. We would go to carnivals, walk horses, bring sheeps and goats. Uh, sheep are the dumbest animals. Like they will run into traffic. They'll, you know, just do the dumbest things. Um, and it says, you know, he makes, um, he makes me lie down in green pastures, like, you know, <clears> the <throat> green lush greenery along the stream. It was just like everything about it just really paralleled this, the Psalm 23 picture that's, that's painted by David. Um, but the still waters got me, um, during that time I was reading this book. It was called the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. It's by John Mark Comer. I've actually mentioned it here a few times. And it's about this rapid, crazy pace of life we all live. The, the rat race. We, we keep going, going, going. We take on more and more and more. We're never shedding anything. And, you know, it gets to the point where, you know, we just get all these bad habits and, and take on too much to where we're on the verge of burnout. And that's not the life the Lord calls us to live. This book goes on to like share four, you know, spiritual disciplines of 
practicing a Sabbath. You know, the idea of silence and solitude, the importance of it, and how we don't have enough of it. Uh, the idea of simplicity, how to simplify, you know, your life down to your cell phone. Like, do we really need to be on social media and email every minute of the day? Uh, and the last one was slowing down. Anyway, this idea of Sabbath, you know, was, was, was uh, you know, stirring in my heart and in my mind, and in my family. Like, how do we take a Sabbath um, from technology? We, we actually do no technology in our house on Sundays. We're not perfect, uh, but the kids are always trying to sneak it and just, you know, hide in the other room with my phone or their tablets. But uh, the idea of a Sabbath, and here I am standing along still waters, and the, this was the, like, the perfect word picture, perfect picture of the pace that we're called to. The slow waters, typically before and after, you'll see bumpy, fast waters, you know, rapids, rocks. And as you walk down any stream or river, you're going to see that, you know, the, the rocks and the fast, you know, rapids, and then the smooth, still, you know, kind of ponding areas. Um, here I am standing, and, you know, in this book, it's talking about how the Sabbath actually restores us and equips us to live out the, the busyness of the week well. And it also attracts and draws us to the to the, the next week, you know, to the Sabbath. So it prepares and equips, and then it actually can pull us through. And looking at the, the stream, the river here, that, that's exactly what it was doing. It, it was getting, you know, down through the rapids, the busyness of the week, and then it hits this still calm section of the water, almost like the Sabbath, where we find restoration and rest and stillness and quietness. And it was just the, this perfect, you know, example of that's the rhythm God's calling us, you know, into of the busyness, fast paced, the, the rapids of the week, and then take that time out for the weekend to practice the Sabbath and to really pause. And here I am standing and you see that and you actually, as you, you look down the, the image, there's the rapids, the rocks. And it, it was just, you know, a constant reminder every time I'd walk by here of like, are you practicing a Sabbath? Uh, you can go to the next picture. So here we are again, same spot, but it's the fall. Leaves are down. It's getting a little colder. Uh, again, th this is my spot now. I'm going to pray. There's these rocks on the side here. Uh, again, the water's super still. Um, you know, just thinking, reflecting on kind of what's going on in life, praying. You know, a few passages come to mind. One of like my life verses has been, be still and know that I am God, Psalms 46.10. Uh, through college, you know, through through life, uh, before kids, after, you know, during kids here. Um, this idea of being still before the Lord, it's getting harder and harder to do that with the, the busier, faster, more technology-infused lives that we're all living. Um, there's another verse in Psalms 37.7. Uh, it says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. So I, uh, here I am again at, at the rock praying, just Lord, you know, submitting whatever's going on uh, at that, that phase of life and just looking at, at the water. And, you know, things start to kind of reveal themselves the more time you spend praying and, and just kind of um, being before the Lord silently. And you look at, at the stream, there's actually faster parts in the slow section. And then you look at the fast rapids and there's actually a channel where the rapids are smoother and faster. And then there's another part of the rapids in the rocky section that's really rocky and jagged and slower. And, and that, that just started to paint another picture of, you know, we got the rapids, we got the busyness of our weeks. 
are we in that channel and in that faster, smoother part of the rapids? Or are we in that rocky, bumpy? You know, are we getting pulled in to, you know, the minutia, the drama, the stress and strain? Or are we trusting the Lord, you know, to guide us through? You know, a few things that come to mind is, you know, another Proverbs talks about how man makes his plans, but God determines our steps. Are, are we looking to the Lord, you know, submitting our plans to him, knowing that he's going to guide our steps? You know, is that one way of helping our, our, our crazy, busy weeks? to be a little smoother, you know, to, to get us through that channel and just pull us through uh, the busy weeks. Um, so again, just standing there in the quietness and the stillness of this, this setting, the Lord was just kind of opening my eyes and, and moving and just speaking uh, and ministering to me in, in the midst of just the, the ups and downs. Uh, you can go to the next image. Here we are again, same spot. I don't know if you guys can see, but... Um, it's icy. It's snowy. The next season, here we are, wintertime. I'm back. You know, in the wintertime, it's cold, nasty out. Um, some like it, some don't. Uh, I love it. I, I find it adventurous to be out there in the cold. Um, you know, it's a season where we're inside a lot more, maybe around family. Maybe it's a season of depression or loneliness. Um, you, know, it's a, you know, we all, all kind of process and handle that differently. But I enjoy a cold walk. I find it adventurous and just exhilarating. So here I am back at it, at the, at the rock. And, um, you know, in this season, I'm just reflecting, I think, on just the difficulties of parenting. I have a 12-year-old daughter, preteen, just going through every drama, you know, kind of event in life. New friends, hates this, hates that. Nothing I say and do is right. You know, it's just, my name is Dad. Stop. Dad, stop talking. Like, just... That, I can't do anything right. So here we are, you know, pandemic, we're around each other a lot and just, you know, preteen drama every day. Um, here we are two years later, still working on it. You know, we haven't figured this out. And it's from what I'm told, it's years. It's years of this. So I, I need your prayer and support. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, here I am praying, you know, just again, being still before the Lord submitting, you know, in this case, just my relationship with my daughter. Um, you know, it's just like my MO is I come home, there's some drama going on and like, boom, I'm right into like discipline mode. And like, that's all I'm becoming now. And that's not, that's not good. You know, it's not good just to have that dynamic where when I'm home, it's just dealing with, with the drama. So that's something we're working on. But this idea of uh, Matthew 11, 28 to 30, uh, kept coming into my mind through this season from, from friends or devotionals or just things things I'd read it you know come to me all who are labor uh, who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I'm gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light um, again just that that need for rest you know for for giving up that burden you know, for, for turning to the Lord, the idea of, of uh, being gentle and lonely in heart. Our church about a year ago gave out this book called Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortman, Ortland. Awesome book. It sat on my shelf for about 18 months. I just picked it up three, three four months ago. And wow, was the timing just awesome. When it comes to parenting, um, it, it's a book all about Christ's heart. There's very little that in, in the Bible actually talks about the condition of his heart. And in this passage, it talks about how it's gentle and lowly. 
you know, God's first or you know, Christ's first, you know, posture and, and response to us is always open arms and, and compassion, not criticism and how could you have screwed up again? And that's like, man, did that sucker punch me right to the gut. I'm thinking parenting, thinking I come home, you know, what is my posture with my kids? You know, is it open arms and compassion or is it criticizing and, and, and just, you know, playing that disciplinarian kind of role? Um, yeah, again, just, you know, that quiet, still moment to be before the Lord. Um, so, um, yeah, just a good, good moment. Yeah, sobering moment. You go to the next, next image. So, a few months later, yeah, spring is starting to come and um, things are thawing. Yeah, the river, you know, stream kind of thawed out. Um, back at my spot praying remembering the importance of, of a Sabbath and finding that rhythm, you know, of fast and slow, fast and slow, you know, slow weekends, you know, practicing a break, unplugging and gearing up for the intense, you know, busy weeks. You can go to the next image. This is a pretty cool moment. Uh, here's, here's the spring. I'm there with my, my two young kids and my spot where the, the rock was, where I'd stand and pray, a tree fell right there. And I could not stand there anymore. It, it actually just ruined everything. Like the whole moment, like the scenery was changed. The, the tree, it was actually like collecting uh, litter and like just debris and it was gross. And like the soil was eroding and it just, it changed. It just, the, the whole setting changed. So here I am, I, I walked down about a hundred feet and you can kind of go along the rocks, along the stream. There's my kids throwing rocks and trying to push each other's, you know, each other in and, you know, jump from rock to rock, doing what kids do. And I turn around and I look up and, you know, this is, this is the same part of the river, you know, but here's the rocky part and the smooth part. And here's the, the tree that fell right on my, my, my spot where I prayed and I'd come before the Lord just to be silent. And I look up and, and Psalms 23 again comes to, comes to mind, comes to heart. How it says, he leads me along paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, the path is right along the left here. I can just think, you know, countless moments throughout the last, you know, several years and seasons, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of moments where I'm just building this kingdom for myself, you know, doing things for things, uh, things for my sake in my name, you know, whether it's work achievements, and, you know, uh, bringing in new business and, you know, leading teams and just, you know, doing things that, that were good for me. Uh, or, or in the household, you know, doing things that were me-centric versus, you know, the, the family. Um, and it just struck me again how he leads us by, you know, along paths of righteousness for his sake, you know, not mine, but his. And it was just another, you know, just humbling, sobering moment of, of the Lord speaking to me saying, hey, th this is for, for my name's sake, you know. And it was just, you know, uh, like I said, humbling and just sobering, just just to be be there. Um, you can go to the next slide. So now that my spot is destroyed, you know, the tree fell, standing up that rock just wasn't what it used to be. Um, I started to mix it up. Uh, down the street, just two blocks up the, up the road here is the Wyckoff uh, Wildlife Center. Awesome spot. Um, you know, this is just around the corner from my house it's on my way to the office. Sometimes I would go there to walk and just pray, you know, um, with three kids trying to get them out the door. Sometimes it's like 
a whirlwind, just chaos, you know, dumpster fire. One of the kids is just not in a good mood. It's just, a, it's a domino effect. And so some mornings just feeling stressed and strange, just need to go for a walk just to pray. You know, sometimes I'll turn on like a Proverbs on my phone, listen to it as I'm walking and, and praying. And so here I am again, big body of water, still water. And what jumped out at me was the reflection, how pristine it was, like a mirror. You know, at this point, the leaves were changing. And, uh, you know, I'd go here in the wintertime, spring, you know, uh, summer. Uh, leaves are changing. The sun's out. The reflection is so pristine. It's because the water is so still. And, and just the Lord was like stirring in my heart to say, what if you were that still before me? What if your communion, your time of prayer, time in my word, you were so still, would you reflect me more? And it just really, again, just, it just resonated, moved, and just convicted. Like, are we still enough before the Lord? Will we reflect him clearer and brighter the more we, we spend, you know, in communion with him. Um, so, again, here I am, just by still waters, you know, th thinking of Psalms, th thinking of Proverbs, thinking about being still and knowing that God's in control, the ups and downs, you know, the roller coaster of life. Uh, you know, there's been moments where I've had to, you know, um, you know, lay off people in the office. And, you know, it's it's like just this, this you know, weight that you carry for months leading up to it, knowing that you have to do something. And, you know, praise God, I remember chatting with Sam, you know, and we were just commiserating. He's like, I've been through that same thing. It was a weight to the degree I didn't want to show up in my office. And I'm like, wow, like I feel that same dynamic. And, you know, after months and months of just carrying this weight and just preparing to lay someone off, the, the actual moment of doing it was easy. It, it was just all the buildup. And, but, but there's the, the support, the camaraderie, the, the prayer, um, and just having you know a brother to like you know connect with on that topic was just you know timely uh, and meaningful. But but a lot of times it's these quiet moments, you know, that really brought balance and, and peace. Uh, you go to the next next image. So God's got a sense of humor, Amen. He just the things that happen, the the, the timing of, of of life events. Uh, this is a picture out of the window of my office. Yeah, I'm sitting down. One day I turn around, look out, and I always knew there was a, you could barely see it through the trees here, but there's actually a stream right here and a bit of a pond, you know, right, right by my office. Um, the property I work on right now is actually where we used to run our skateboard ministry for, for 15 years. And before that, I was a, a, a janitor, a painter on site, that same property. You know, I painted roofs, doors, windows, did all kinds of things. Um, you know, back in early college days. Uh, then we ran our skateboard ministry here for 15 years, and the Lord showed up, did awesome things. Well, part of God's, you know, plan and, and providence and, and sense of humor was, well, now I'm back on that property working on, on the, the top floor and part of the architecture uh, firm that's there. And when I turn around and look out the window, you know, what do I see but another stream, an, another, you know, small river. Um, still waters and it is just an awesome reminder you know in the intensity and the fast-paced kind of rhythm of our weeks 
you know, I'll stand up and just look out and just take a breath and just remember, you know, the importance of a Sabbath. Remember that fast and slow rhythm. Remember how, you know, God is God and we are not. Um, you know, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's been a neat, simple practice, just making that time to, to get up and be still before the Lord. Uh, and, and in conclusion, um, you know, I, I want to challenge you guys. You know, I, I think this is, you know, a hard practice. You know, we all talk about the importance of, you know, spending personal time in the Word and devotions. Um, but man, is it easy just to, to skip, to hit snooze, to, to watch a little more TV. Um, you know, there was a lie, I feel like, you know, Satan was just weaving into my mindset. And that was the only way to find refreshment and, and just peace is to like veg out in front of the TV at night for two or three hours. Like that, that's how I, I can just be refueled. And at some point I remember, you know, reading a devotional was like, you know, what are some of these, these, these lies that are just permeating in, into our, our mindset? And that was one of them. Like, and it was stupid TV. Like you just start watching one of these shows and, and before you know, it's two, three you know, episodes later. And, you know, you're staying up late, you know, poor sleep. Now you're like irritable the next day and just, you know, on and on. Uh, but, but that was a lie. You know, contrast that with taking some moments to be still before the Lord, getting up early. Um, so I'm, I'm going to wrap it up there. You know, three questions I want to spend talking around the table are, uh, what is your quiet time with the Lord like? You know, are you making that time? How still are you? before the Lord. And then the last one is, when can you go for a walk this week and be silent before the Lord? So what's your quiet time like? How still are you? And, and when are you going to go for a walk? Thank you, guys. <laughs>